Hello, welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce. With me, as always, my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi, Pat. How you doing? I'm doing good. I am uh, uh, still on tour, just uh, melting into the American Midwest, uh, one <laughs> one cheese treat at a time. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Experiencing uh, the heartland the way it's meant to be experienced. Yes, yeah, Through yeah. fried cheese. Yeah, and playing breweries and wineries, and it's been it's been a good time. We uh, we just got into Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Okay. And yeah, uh, we're staying here because it's between our next two gigs in Ombro and Campbellsport. And then I'm going to be doing um, Abil- Texas, Kansas, Texas, and then I'm back in Austin. So it's uh, it's nice. been three three weeks, and I got about oh about ten days left. So. Well, yeah, like, uh, thank you to everybody who's been going to see Pat. Uh, You have a few more chances if you're listening to this. And uh, this is actually our second free episode of the month, or it should be, depending on when we actually get it out. But uh, we hit our Patreon goal. So we had a Patreon goal of $1,000 a month, and the, the deal was when we hit that, we were going to go to two free episodes a week a month rather than one free episode a month. So, you know, the people paying have given you all a treat because yes. uh, we got an episode for you. And this is yeah. uh, this is a uh, one kind of by popular demand. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited to talk about this. The Twitter blew up last night. I was like, I was just somebody uh, the, the story came up. Somebody tagged us in it. And, Jackopedia. And uh, friend of show. the show, listener of the show, Jackopedia, uh, made a tweet about this. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, tagged us in it. And people like like we got like two hundred new followers just off that uh, uh, on the Twitter account. And like so, everybody wanted to talk about uh, this story. And so we we looked it up, and Kath was kind enough to throw, throw it together for us and find out the pertinent details. And uh, this one seems fun, man. I I I, I like that we we I don't know things are just like so serious these days. Like it's not as good to have like a good fun article that's just about some bullshit electronics company you know well i feel like this story is like it's right up our alley because i think it's a really fun way into something that's actually kind of serious and that like we that matters to us which is that like cops are fucking stupid and shouldn't like be in charge of things like that is kind of the 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 takeaway from this story is that like um People in charge are uh, very dumb and uh, should not be trusted. And I think yeah. that's that's kind of a theme. But it's, you know, we're going to talk about it in a way that is uh, very fun and very funny. So, yeah, if you if you saw the tweet, um, there's a tweet going around by Jackopedia about uh, this contraption called the Quadro Tracker. And that is what we're going to talk about today. The Quadro Tracker. So, quadro Tracker. That sounds like a piece of workout equipment that is equally a ripoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sits in the your your uncle's garage uh, yeah. in the corner <laughs> collecting dust. No, like, it's interesting, actually, in looking this up, I mean, so J- Jack had a great tweet about it with, with a lot of, like, concise information, and there's a Wikipedia page for it. But apart from that, there are not a lot of articles about it that I could find. A part of it is that it's a little bit older, but, like, I think it's also just that, like we give so much leeway to cops that we like don't that there's like no uh incentive to write these kinds of stories in the mid 90s when this happened i think if this happened now it would be a bigger story but like, yeah yeah so um a lot there are two main sources i used for this one unfortunately 
1996 article from uh, a, a conservative magazine called Reason, which uh, I'm very sorry to be using. Um, <laughs> if you don't know uh, Reason, I, I looked at this on their website, and their um, their slogan is like "Free Minds, Free Markets." So that's kind of what we're talking about here. Which uh, I, yeah. I have, I have, you know, I used it for information, so I have excised a lot of the editorializing um but yeah unfortunately i had to use reason as a source because there really isn't a lot of contemporary reporting that is still available um and then the other place i used was the skeptics dictionary entry because um king skeptic uh james randi gets in on this which uh oh, okay yeah i think so he's, he, he's made an appearance before on the podcast i believe he has yeah when uh, we were talking about a psychic right yep yep yeah uh, john, so, john edward john edwards was the guy john yeah. edward yeah, yeah my yeah. childhood so, hero john edwards <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah that's that's kind of where i got this information um and then of course like wikipedia and and kind yeah. of searching around but um yeah i was I love sort of how surprised free, free minds free market sounds like the next thing the guy's gonna talk about is how like what is it what i need a, a license for my toaster you know <laughs> that is exactly who reads reason the, yeah. the toast in your own damn toaster guy reads reason. no question <laughs> Why is it the only like solid point I've ever agreed with in the Libertarian Party? I was like, yeah, why do I need a license for toasting in my own toaster? You know, <laughs> that, that is a that... bad law. Why did we yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too, too often have I been oppressed. You know, I'm not, and, and let's be honest. I mean, I'm going to make the toast whether I'm licensed or not, and I just That's feel true. that you know, yeah, the streets need toast. <laughs> it's classic red tape. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, this this story, this this company, Quadro Tracker. Um, it was it was uh, started by this guy named Wade Quaddlebaum, which is a very funny name. Um, I, I saw that name. This is what it's called, the Quadro Tracker, and I was like, oh, it's gonna have something to do with quads or quadra. Like the guy's name is Quaddlebaum. Nope, I was like, oh, Quaddlebaum. <laughs> so um, the reason article, by the way, which is by it's called Box of Dreams, is by Brian Doherty. If you want to read it, um, Wade Quaddlebaum had a dream, and he wanted to tell the world. Even better, and all the more American, he wanted to sell it to the world. He had designed a box that could find things somehow. He wouldn't tell you, me, or anybody, not even the U.S. Patent Office, exactly how. Hell yeah, so, he's a real Tony Stark. I, I respect <laughs> it. So yeah, what else this does this great American do? <laughs> this comes up kind of like at the time, like it was he he refused to patent this device. So it was like that in itself is a little bit sketchy. Yeah. Um. So the device, it looked like a plastic cell phone. Uh, it was about four inches long, and it was basically like. To contemporary eyes, to me, it looked like a battery pack with an antenna on it. That's pretty much yeah. what it looked like. It was like a handheld, um, like, you know, when you were a little kid, if you're around our age, you would get like a, a remote control car for Christmas. and have That's a exactly what it looks like. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. So um, the the idea was that this antenna attached to it, um, you if you were looking for something, you would put in this little like ch- chip into it. This It was called a frequency chip. And... Uh, you would have like a corresponding chip for anything you'd want to look for, like firearms or drugs or whatever. You'd put the chip <laughs> in this device. And was, then there the one, ant- was there a chip that just said, ladies? I mean, you are literally not far off. We will get into some of how this these things, quote unquote, worked. And uh, that's, you are not far off. We will say Bro, there is a way. There's a way they tried to look. Exactly. That's. That's what we're talking about here, like the level of sophistication. Um, but that like kind of speaks to you. So it, originally he developed it as a golf ball finder. So it was not originally supposed to be like a law enforcement thing. 
Um, but yeah, so the, the way it would work is the you would put in the corresponding chip and then the antenna would point to where near you that um, substance was found. Because doesn't it move around? It moves around like a divining rod, essentially, right? Yes, it is. This is basically a divining rod. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> it's a it's a dousing rod. Like that is yeah. what this is. Comes um, from the, yeah the intellectual pedigree of divining rods. <laughs> and I do I do want to say like it is insane and stupid that anyone believed this. And I don't you know I don't want to give cops any credit because uh, police departments and school districts did buy these, but I do think that like so this is the mid 90s so this is kind of like when the big it's we're sort of in the early stages of like forensic science you know what i mean like dna is being used you know like these are all relatively recent things and like in the in the mid 90s like these technologies were being put forth as sort of revolutionizing law enforcement you know and so this is very stupid, but I can kind of see how someone who is too stupid to understand science who hears about DNA would be like, yeah. well, if that works, why wouldn't this work? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also this was like the 90s when like a big part of like consumer electronics back then, especially like novelty consumer electronics was like, oh, you buy the uh, the cards, you buy different little cards and you put it in. And this one thing, like that was the thing that you saw a lot. Like, oh, you buy oh, the, yeah. the attachments or the things and you can buy like different packs and like. Put, yes. you know, plug them into your device, and just that concept was big. And so I, I could see that right. being like, oh, yeah, that works. It's like buying a rumble pack for my 64. Exactly. He basically made, like, a dousing rod attached to a Game Boy. Like, that is yeah, kind yeah. of what this was. Damn, so this is, like, just the coolest dude of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, th- like, he, he didn't develop this for law enforcement applications, but he quickly realized, oh, this is something that um, – cops and and school school districts and uh you know other people who uh violate uh, our civil liberties might want to use <laughs> i just love it's, it's a, what a great feeling to just make something up and then be like oh this thing i made up could really be used by these industries like, it's, right it's just a thing you made. yeah of course like i can sit here and be like oh yeah my patented rainbow gun will be highly valued by care bear combatants you know like, i just <laughs> I, like you're just making shit up you know yeah, I mean, I I guess he was just like, well, all their all their excuses to like hold people and stuff are usually made up anyway, so they'll probably like this. Now, and we will guy, get to it, is, but is he was right. On it? Is, is, is this guy is he like to quote Casino? Is he stupid or is he in on it? Like, does he honestly believe this works? Because I could that that seems as believable as him making it purely to deceive people. So there's not a lot of information about this guy, um, unfortunately, that I could find. I think given what we will find inside these trackers, he has to know it's a con. Yeah. Um, but I, like, it, it's hard to say because we don't have really anything directly from him and we don't yeah. really have a lot about his background. So the things that I know about him from this article, he uh, he was one of our favorite types of people. He was a car salesman. So hey, shout that's out. That's a, a, a count against him for this yeah. him yeah. believing it. <laughs> Um, he was from Harleyville, South Carolina, where the company was located, um, and he he uh, had dropped out of high school. So that's like pretty much all I know about him. Okay, so just um, like I mean, I, when are we going to get to the bad parts about this guy? Because <laughs> honestly, up until now, he seems pretty bitching. Also, I love how he just like went off the grid after he made this. You know how he pulled it off? He never made a little card that looked for him, and yeah. that's how he got out of there. He's like, yeah, there's yeah, no little, there's no attachment for old Quaddle Bomb. Right, no Quaddle Bomb chip. Uh, 
So he claims he sold at least a thousand of these and he sold them at prices ranging from $400 to $8,000 each. Um, the cost depended on how many of the little chips you bought. Like you said, big in technology at this time. Yeah. Big into buying little rumble packs. So yeah. if you bought all the <laughs> rumble packs, it could be like $8,000. So um, he and had... One of those you could look for, you could look, it would look for drugs, which I just think is hilarious to use that not as a cop. You're just in a bar, like, beep, 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 beep. Right, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> buy it for consumer purposes to find yeah, drugs yeah. to do. <laughs> you just go to a new town, you don't have a connect, so you yeah, pull out your yeah, quadro you're tracker. Like, it's just, it's you making the mouth noises. You're like, beep, 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 beep. Like, hey, buddy, what's up? You want to party? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so uh, he he had, like, salespeople working for him. So he had, like, distributors, basically, who would demonstrate uh, the, the product and try to sell it, particularly, again, to school boards and police departments. So yeah. here is uh, an explanation from the Quadro Tracker's, like, publicity materials um, about, about how it worked. So this is, this is what they say. Uh, the frequency chip is oscillated by static electricity produced by the body of the user, inhaling and exhaling gases into and out of the lung cavity. This static electricity is propagated on the surface of the body to the tracker, which utilizes the charge to oscillate the chip. All matter contains exact molecular frequencies. When a magnetic field is created by a contained electrically charged body <laughs> moving through space at a perpendicular angle, moving to its direction... Hold on. And that preach, field preach. is... <laughs> I love it. It's the language of bullshit. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It, okay. So it finishes. Uh, and that field is brought into alignment with another exact field resonating at the identical frequency modulation. Then both objects attract just as two bodies are attracted toward each other in a gravitational field. So <laughs> Much like a man and a woman. It's like, okay, buddy, get back on track. <laughs> yeah. So like... You, you know, you realize pretty quickly into that, that that uh, is meaningless. <laughs> that yeah, just yeah. not, <laughs> literally means nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, man. That, yeah, that, that is, that is like, man, that is like a, a concerto to just a bullshit appreciator's ears. I was like, yes. mm. and I, and again, you can see just, the, and I, I swear, like, this is like probably the last real age where you could just do some like straight up flim flammery like miracle cure tonic shit, you know, like where you can just roll into town with a new product and, and Lyle Landley, everybody on your monorail and just take off. Like, I feel like people yeah. are just a little too hip these days. Like you got to like scam them with GoFundMes and shit. Like this dude was selling like essentially a magic product and man, the nineties, that was, we were all just, uh, it's Clinton's America, man. You can do anything you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a wild. It was a wild time. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the, the scientists were putting Michael Jordan into movies with an animated rabbit. Anything was possible. <laughs> I do. I do think though that like you have a point in that. Um, you know, for all of the the horror that the internet has like wrought on us, it is. Uh, like I do feel like the basic level of accessible knowledge is much higher now, and like I do think people's ears are more kind of tuned to this sort of stuff where it's like, oh, that's like total nonsense. Like, yeah. I don't know about physics, but I do know that you also don't know about physics if this is what you're saying to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is fake. <laughs> yeah. I have a little device that that allows me to pick up on who's lying about physics. And just, exactly. <laughs> it looks for the oscillations of a guy who sounds just like me. <laughs> like, <and that's> <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like this, 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 
worked. Like they, their promotional materials said, uh, this tracker can lo- also locate specific drugs in solution, which means that not only will it locate drugs like if somebody's holding drugs it will tell you if they are on drugs because it has drugs in their body which like again completely goes against this the substance has a molecular frequency because like when you yeah that's not how like doing drugs works like you don't you know so anyway Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. Sometimes I do feel like I'm just vibing, you know. <laughs> uh. So, um, yeah, like this is this is of course like an unfalsifiable claim. Uh, they're basically saying like, be careful if uh, if it look if it signals somebody has drugs and they don't have drugs, it just means they're on drugs. Like it's it's yeah. there's no it's like the device can't be wrong. You know? Yeah, like, where's the drugs? You don't find any. Like, well, this guy's obviously on drugs because my magic right. box says he's <laughs> on drugs, which is some shit a guy on drugs would say. Like, that's. <laughs> so, this is the part to me that I'm like, okay, how could anyone believe this? And, like, that part, it's like, okay, I, you could fool some people who were, maybe weren't super educated. Like, all right, if you don't know. If you don't know about science, you could get, you know, turned around by all these big words. Maybe you could think this is Yeah. But here's the part where I'm like, you guys are fucking so dumb. So (laughs) the idea was that uh, Quadro units could also search for missing persons. And they could do this from a photograph or a fingerprint. (laughs) Which makes no fucking sense. (laughs) So... <laughs> where would you would you have to like send the photo to the company? They send you a chip that's like yes. synced with the photo. Oh, my it literally God. it wouldn't even be synced with the photo. It would be a tiny version of the photo sealed in plastic. Like oh man, this I, thing not, that has no camera yeah, yeah, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you you would just so you would, you're saying you'd send it in NFT. Like, I'm going to figure yeah. out what this means eventually. <laughs> Pat is a, it, really into making NFT references that yeah, don't yeah. quite apply because he doesn't know what one is. <laughs> I'm just throwing it against the wall until it sticks, baby. And eventually <laughs> I will have made the right NFT reference. <laughs> it's going to happen so, one day. Yeah. So this guy, Qua- Quaddle Bomb, he's, he's a real NFT, right? Like, I'm right about that, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's when I'm like, you're just stupid. But again... This is a time where people don't like people don't have uh, personal computing devices like we do. Like yeah. we we sort of have a basic understanding of like how something like this would have to work because like we all have phones with cameras on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like they didn't have that. Like you would maybe have a computer at home, but you didn't have like the type of thing that they're saying they invented. We didn't have any sort of like analogs to that in yeah, it, it our really, everyday it, life. Yeah, it is. And also, again. Go back to the desperation side. I mean, like, if you know, God, imagine they'd be like, you know, 94, and you tell this lady that she puts a picture of her missing kid in this fucking com- complete, you know, there's going to be just a few purchases off that alone, like, which is, right. yeah. That's a th- But that's, like, what's so crazy is, like, this is so dumb. I can see you, because of the time period, I want to give people a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But, like, again, he was selling them to police departments and school yeah. boards and those people yeah. should fucking know <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> but they would come and they would they would do this like um uh demonstration for for uh these school boards and police departments so they the reason article interviews this guy named wolfgang halbig who was uh the director of student discipline for seminole county 
in Florida, Ugh. which is a, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, awful job. Yeah. <laughs> you punish children, you asshole. <laughs> um, but he was, he was taken in by it. He said, um, they have this demonstration at the, the school board is all in this auditorium and they invited Quattlebaum and uh, the former police chief of Harleyville, the town where Quattlebaum was from, to come demonstrate this tracker. Um, and, you know, they do this great demonstration. Halbig says they walk in with it in their hand. You see the antenna swing. It points to a sign. You move the sign. There's a bullet. Uh, <laughs> they, like, hit stuff around to, like... Yeah. To like show how Ooh. it worked, you know? <laughs> it was just, just hiding bullets and just like actual cocaine in the fucking classroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, and it should be right behind this book. And it's just gone. I'm like, okay, well, uh, there was there was some cocaine here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, got to admit, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, did yeah, a little yeah, bump yeah. before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed to get in the zone. Yeah. This I was just rearranging my bookshelf, as the teacher does, and I found a bag of cocaine <laughs> that you guys hid. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, the thing that I think comes up a lot with this is, like, his – this Halbig guy is his main thing is like what a deterrent this would be to let kids know we have this. So yeah. like they won't bring drugs to school if they know we have this, and that would be very helpful. Man, um, it's almost like they could have just told the kids they had the thing, you know? <laughs> be like, hey guys, we got this shit. Look at this. Like he could have just, yeah, he could have just made something himself. Be like, look at this. I got, it detects drugs, and like you know, depending on what grade you're teaching, especially in the '90s, you're gonna fool some kids. Yeah, well, and and uh, I, I was thinking a lot while I was reading this and researching this and, and putting this together uh, about the polygraph test, where, like, this is kind of operating in a similar way to the polygraph test, I think, in practice, where it's like, th they're not admissible in court, and they don't really mean that much, and you can kind of interpret them however you want. So it's it's a tactic you use when you think you've got the right person yeah. to get them to confess. Yeah, and like yeah. <laughs> being like, oh, beep, our, beep, our beep, magic beep. drug detector found yeah. they have drugs <laughs> and to try to get them to, to own up to it. You know, like that, I think, is is how it worked. And like this guy, Helbig, says, uh, I used to be a customs inspector and we tried to be rational. Uh, like you see a car drive in with a bunch of kids. Uh, the windows are closed. They're bouncing their heads. The quadro reacts to it. Uh, next thing you know, you get them to admit, hey, I was smoking weed in the parking lot. You know, like that. It's, yeah. Like, it, it's it's just another tool to get them to kind of admit based on your sort of stereotyping of them. Yeah. Uh, which is what cops, like, already do. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they did a whole uh, a whole opening on the opening scene on The Wire about this. It was there back at mm -hmm. Homicide. I think it was, like, season five. At the opening show, and then like they like had the, like these three kids, they separated. They're just doing like all these like bullshit things where they loaded uh, paper into the copier, and they loaded two, three pieces of paper. One said, two said yeah. true, yes one said no. false. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like that. And it, co it cost them seven dollars. You know, like, like, they <laughs> yeah. Didn't need this fancy quadro tracker, but so Halbig was like into it. He was gonna buy them. Uh, he was like ready to do it, uh, and then. James Randi calls him the the uh, uh, the party pooper of all time. The party pooper, yeah. So uh, James Randi is he was initially a magician, 
uh, before he was a skeptic, which is what brought him into sort of the world of skepticism. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> he, he realized he wasn't magic one day. He's like, yeah, I guess. Man, like, I don't know. I'm, pull, I'm pulling these coins out from behind this girl's ear, but like, I know they were in my hand already, man. Like, this is. <laughs> you know what I bet it was? Because I, as a comedian, I can kind of see this mentality. I bet he was like, I'm sick of people not realizing how hard I work at this and just thinking magic is real. I'm tired yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I learned all this sleight of hand to make it look like magic is real. Give me yeah. some credit. <laughs> It'd be like if, you're, if your teammate, like you you and you're like you're on the sports team and you win a game and your teammate thanks God, and you're just looking like, you know, I right. was out there too, man. <laughs> exactly. That's that's yeah. my guess on his, his battery. Yeah. But like, if you, if you've listened to this podcast, you probably know about him. He had like a big, his big standing offer was if you can conclusively demonstrate that any sort of paranormal or supernatural phenomena exists, you win this big reward from him. That's yeah. like his whole thing. So, um, yeah, he's like a professional skeptic and he had been apparently keeping tabs on the quadro tracker and he called how big, I don't know how he found out about this, but, uh, yeah, he said, put in work. This is the nineties. You, like, you had to like, yeah. actually go looking for this. He got a tip. I guess maybe there was like one person on the school board who was not an idiot or like maybe the <laughs> physics teacher happened to be in that meeting. Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, against the company's request. Like, could, you, could you not have the physics teacher in here for this one? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Randy takes the uh, takes the, the quadro tracker. He does a double blind test of it. It didn't work, obviously. Um, <laughs> he's like those back at the desk he's like and folks here's the reveal I am on heroin so like, <laughs> this, this obviously does not detect the heroin because I am yeah. could not tell could not <laughs> yeah, tell because yeah, yeah. I am doped to the gills right now <laughs> so um, yeah so Helbig then tests it on his own and realizes it doesn't work and uh, they you know they, they had tried all these other things they were like okay this is fake so that's like one instance where they just didn't buy it, you know, but the Quadro Tracker, the Quattle Bomb, all these people are, are still trying to sell them everywhere. And uh, one place they tried to sell them was in the southeast uh, near near uh, the home of one Patsa Royce, former home of me. And uh, <laughs> the guy that kind of cracked this uh, was Ron Kelly, who is an FBI agent. And he had heard about this from somebody in the narcotics task force in Beaumont about how amazing it was, which is like, yeah. again, awful to think about the fucking narcotics task force using one of these. Yeah. Um, oh, in, in, in Beaumont of all fucking places. In Beaumont. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This is, this is like a very racist part of Texas. Beaumont is like a, um, it's like a Houston suburb kind of like. Cops are not nice to black people there is what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what we are implying. Not yeah. that they're nice to black people anywhere, but like Beaumont is a, a tense place, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want any cops in Beaumont walking around with a magic dope detector. You know, like that's just yeah, not going to be a yeah, fun yeah. day for anybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So this guy, Ron Kelly, hears about it. He's like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and so yeah. he, uh, he, he obtains one of these. And he's like, well, I don't know physics, but uh, let me just run this thing through the courthouse x-ray and see what I see. Yeah. And uh, it's just empty inside. It's just full on empty inside. <laughs> there is nothing in it. <laughs> it's just like it's a metaphor for like law enforcement. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like stared off in the distance for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Like, you know, I have like, because you're know, working in the pawn shops, like sometimes you would, uh, 
you would buy something. A big part of it is you have to test items out. You know, it's like you'll test stuff out. And if you're in a hurry, you know what I'm saying, if you're just, like, particularly not, uh, like, but people can kind of fool you. You know, like I said, I had that one thing on the Pawn Shop episode about somebody um, can run uh, run some speakers off of an amp that's, like, not the amp they're showing you. It's somewhere else hidden in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's one of those things where, like, you would get this thing out and then, like, they like it like whatever the item was wouldn't work and and they'd be like you'd look up who brought it in it was you hey you brought this thing in it doesn't work try to get it to work or you're in trouble and you're like are looking and you realize there's just something not there that's a very specific and sinking feeling you're like oh shit like I'm gonna get in trouble for this because yeah. this thing doesn't have X Y Z and I can just imagine when that pops up on the X ray and it's just like full of just dust and just blank space like oh it's gotta be a hell of a feeling yeah and it's like again I don't know I mean I I've never been in contact with one of these but it's like feel like you could feel if it was empty like yeah. if people are yeah, thinking yeah, this yeah. is real it's like this is awfully light for <laughs> look i know you're basically saying it can do magic but i feel like yeah, it should weigh yeah. more than like this magic should weigh something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the guy in fucking uh, jurassic park when the kids are playing with the night vision goggles he goes uh he's like hey are those heavy they go yeah it's like, they're expensive put them down <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. This is a fucking RC remote, like we said. Yeah. This is light. So um, it's got a Lightning McQueen sticker on the side. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ron Kelly um, alerts the U.S. Attorney's Office of this, and um, that kind of puts this stuff into motion. Um, so they'd been on the market for like a, a, maybe two years at this point. Um, but Jeez, that's January, a long time to be selling eight thousand dollar a pop. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's, yeah, you can make some bread, man. He said he sold a thousand of them. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. Good grief. But uh, in January of 1996, the FBI Economics Crimes Unit uh, seized the merchandise and the records of the Quadro Hell Corporation yeah. and arrested the nerd its cops. The nerd cops are here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the finance guard. That's yeah. So, so they, they 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 kicked door and ran up in the office. Yeah, and uh, a few months after that, a federal judge issued a permanent injunction against them, said you can't sell these, um, this is fraud, and uh, that, like, nothing nothing yeah. <laughs> in it actually did anything. And you this think is... they would have just put the Quadro tracker outside and, like, like set it to cop and just, like, know they were going to get raided? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, see, see, it works. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, in court it was pointed out that the quadro detector had been carefully examined by professionals and that no inductors, conductors, or oscillators were found. Uh, the quadro advertised those as working parts of its secret technology. Quadro claimed that theirs were not ordinary inductors, conductors, or oscillators. Theirs are of an advanced sort, not known yet idiots. to regular science. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. You They're the special imbeciles. invisible kind. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, really only smart people can see the transistors, so... <laughs> <laughs> anybody anybody want to change their take on whether or not they're there? That's what I thought. Everyone saw them. Thank you. Everyone? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congrats. Folks, you you're know all geniuses. It, I know it. Everyone knows it. <laughs> this thing is full of transistors. So um, the FBI sent out a bulletin to their branches warning everybody there's this device that's being marketed to law enforcement and uh, it doesn't work. Don't buy one. It's illegal to sell them. Like, report anybody you see. Uh, the... the uh, when it was sent to testing, so they, they like tested it professionally just to make sure, even though it was fucking empty. <laughs> and um, the report said, quote, the tracker is not functional and the operating principle suggested by the manufacturer is scientifically highly questionable at the very least. 
Both analysis <laughs> support the suspicion that the tracker is a fake device. And then my favorite detail, which was in uh, Jacopedia's tweet, was um, so they got these two training samples that were supposed to be like uh, the chips, I think. is. Yeah. Oh, no, these were these were the actual devices. They got two training samples, the actual devices to use. And uh, when they opened them up, they found nothing inside but epoxied dead ants. So... <laughs> Yeah, Not even that. assembled with any care. Just <laughs> disgusting. So, so epoxy, so this is somebody took dead ants and glued them in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that. is exactly like um, the the laptop that someone bought from, or no, the modem someone bought from Walmart and they opened it up and there was just a bag of dirt that said puto on it. This, <laughs> this is that. <laughs> what? Just... And that, yeah, that's obviously at that point you've got your your eight eight grand a thousand dollar a thousand units at eight grand a pop. You got that money. The overhead is what a couple of dead ants. So couple pretty much all ants. profit. Yeah, yeah, a couple dead ants and some bus tickets. You know, like that's like all that went into making this fucking thing. And then you just hit the road. And by the time they open it up, it's just you just glued ants to it. Jesus Christ, man. I hope I don't get, what's the term, milkshake ducked on this guy, because right now he's my favorite person <laughs> to ever exist. And please don't give me any new information about him. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have a little bit more to say about uh, this. <laughs> I'm okay. so sorry. Enjoy it's this like, moment. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let me, let me just like let me just live in this, in this moment where this dude just swindled all these cops and had a pile of dead ants, and he moved somewhere to sell... NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Still don't have it yet. <laughs> okay, so let me guess. Did he say like six million is kind of a lot? What did he say? So here, here's kind of the problem with this um, that uh, James Randi talks about, that even though these were proven to be fake, it was very difficult to get people who bought them to admit that they were fake. So <laughs> because like people, he says people have such faith in their own perception. They think what they yeah. see in here represents the real world. Um, and like, the, again, talking about this, like the polygraph, it's like, this is a tool that they use to trap people and cops yeah. aren't going to give that up. Like, nope. they're not going to just readily be like, yeah. oh, this is fake. Cool. It's like, oh, no, this gives us uh, an excuse to search people that, like, we yeah, wouldn't be yeah. able to search otherwise, you know? Um, so, like, and this is where kind of the reporting of reason.com goes off the rails, which I'll get into in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so, um, like, school districts were using them to search lockers. Um, but here's kind of what, uh, so this guy who was the lawyer for, for the Quadro Tracker company said that, um, he said, if it's not inherently dangerous and if purchasers believe it works and it comes with a money back guarantee, where's the fraud? The rate of dissatisfied uh. customers was 0.6%. So <laughs> everybody who bought one was like, this thing is great because yeah. my job is to hassle people who I think are on drugs. So yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is great. Oh man, that's that, yeah. That's it's again. It's not a. It's not a bug. It's a feature. No pun intended on the ants. But like, yeah. It's just like it, yeah. That's that, they're not gonna give up that new toy. I guess the only thing you could do is try to like explain to like the general public, like, hey, if they pull out that little oscillating antenna guy, it's not real. Right, and um, and it's like that seems like it should not be allowed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that no, seems yeah, like it should, should be yeah. illegal. Yeah. Well, like, so. Um, 
Oh, go what ahead. Was, uh, I was I I listened to this like <laughs> this podcast. It's definitely for boomers. It's on the podcast network. It's called Conspiracy Theories. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's just it, the whole podcast network is bizarre. It's obviously just like made to be like very matter of fact. Um, podcasts like they have one about serial killers it's called serial killers they have one about conspiracy theories it's called conspiracy theories and the conspiracy theory ones is tricky for them because you know their base is like people over 50 like you just tell by the way they make Mm -hmm. their content and so like the conspiracy theory ones they try to like approach these like kind of agreeably horrible things and be like well you know I do think that uh, they may have lied about uh, weapons of mass destruction, but you have to think about the stability brought to the region. Like they'll they'll look at every side of everything to the point where it's annoying, and that mm-hmm. reminds me of that. Like just like well, yeah, and like I cut out a lot of paragraphs of reason, kind of agreeing with that lawyer because like yeah. reason is a free market <laughs> publication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like. <laughs> Why you should be able to sell this? Like this is yeah. government overreach, you know. Guys, like man, I just got a feeling you're about to make me get a license to toast toast to my own damn toaster. Exactly. And, like, and I, it's a slippery slope. You know, one day, <laughs> one day you're telling that you know the militarized wing of the of the ruling class that they can't use a fake intent to lie to people about drug possession, and next thing <laughs> you know, after that, I can't have more than one wife, and that's not the world I want to live in. Exactly. That's that's. Basically communism, which is bad yeah. and I hate it. <laughs> what is this communism where I can't sell my remote? <laughs> oh, so, man. Um, yeah. So like the they the, they try to get around this by saying like, um, you know, there's a disclaimer with the with the quadra tracker. I think this is like a very damning thing that they knew what they were doing. Um which is uh, that they said in their promotional materials not to mention the Quadro Tracker if uh, in court, like that this was <laughs> not to be attributed in like obviously. So to make a technology like this admissible in court, you you need like it can. This kind of stuff can be used without being admissible in court. It's just that you can't like put it in the. You know, it, 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 yeah. it, it can't come you, up in the trial. Like, you have yeah, to have other you, evidence. Yeah, when you find drugs on the guy, you can't be like, well, we coerced, we, we coerced the thing out of him using the Quadro tracker. And it's like, oh, the what? Right. You're like, well, yeah, yeah. You got to just be like, well, we used some, uh, you know, like enhanced interrogation method or whatever. Like you can't quit it and say we used a, a fake machine. And, like, the idea is that any evidence obtained via these methods that are not admissible in court is thus not admissible. It's fruit of the poison tree. Like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. But that doesn't mean you can't – that doesn't mean you can't use them. Like, you can still use those tactics. You just have to use it to, to like – find some other way in to the problem yeah. that is admissible in court. So yeah, it, like a polygraph test or whatever. Like yeah. if, if a polygraph test motivates somebody to admit that they did it, the, the, the um, confession might be admissible depending on what happened, you know? So, <laughs> but the thing is like when a new technology like this is invented, like DNA or something like that, the, the ultimate goal is to get it to be admissible in court. And to yeah. do that, you would have to kind of give credit to this device in some way. Like, you need a history of success. Uh, Halbig says this. You need a history of success to get courts to validate the technology. So, um, I and I will say, like, a whole other thing we could do a podcast on is the sort of subjectivity of a lot of forensic evidence that people believe is very cut and dried. Like. Yeah. 
even DNA is not as simple as people make it out to be like a a lot of these and things like things that we are so inured to from TV, like blood spatter and ballistics and stuff like that. That is all like almost pseudoscience. Like it is really kind of fake and it is often admissible in court. So I I don't think that like that, that uh, the Duke, the Duke lacrosse case, like Mm -hmm. if, if they hadn't like the, like the defense lawyer went out and learned like how DNA works and like at least to the extent that you can understand how it's presented in court. Mm -hmm. And like all he had to do was one second of pressing the expert to say like, what are you saying? How does what you're saying, you know, reflect on this paper? And that's yeah. when, like, if you watch that 30 for 30, that's when the guy crumbles. He's just like, I am I am completely being told to say this by the DA. Like, he just didn't yeah. know what else to do. He immediately stopped incriminating himself and just said it right there on the court, <laughs> like, on the stand. It's pretty wild to watch. But, like, yeah, it's the thing. Like, if you don't know how this works or face or place too much faith in it, you know, like, they're just thinking, like, oh, it's the be-all, end-all. It's infallible. You know, as long as that perceptions out there that you know that that it might as well be infallible yeah i mean you can completely um influence a jury because we've all seen these tv shows and like we all think that this stuff is is totally like objective um but the fact that like a lot of that stuff is invisible in court like even the quadro tracker guys are like oh don't mention this one yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's something (laughs) yeah well you almost see like the whole thing with like the purdue pharmaceuticals like the sackler family like they just you once you uh, hit that that magical little goal you know saying like oh this this is admissible in court or this is for them it was um this could be prescribed to patients who don't have cancer yeah it's like once you hit those those goals it's almost like like more work to get more work to to take that status away from something than it is to grant it almost yeah 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 and the sky's the limit for people who sort of purvey that technology for sure um, but yeah, so the thing that is like very fucked up about this and that is like, uh, really sort of disturbing is that there is no detectable stream of dissatisfied customers with this. They know one like very, very few people have ever tried to get a refund for this. There was like yeah. one guy in Texas who, who asked for his money back, but like, nobody everybody else didn't give a shit if it worked like it didn't matter that's not what they were using it for yeah yeah there's using it for straight intimidation i wonder how many cases like like you know like like you could go back and find this like you know not it it was present in that but not mentioned in the court record yeah well i'm going to leave you with some uh somewhat troubling information about this stuff damn it Uh, (laughs) again i'm very sorry um but yeah, so like the Quadro Tracker went down, those guys went to jail. Um, but there has been a succession of similar devices that have been sold um, to various uh, law enforcement uh, operations around the world. So there was um, one in the UK called Global Technical that made a device called the Mole Programmable Detection System, M O L E. And uh, Sandia National Laboratories, which is like the official place that tested the Quadro Tracker, said that uh, in a 2001 evaluation that that was physically nearly identical to the Quadro Tracker, which I guess just means it was also empty. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of just things more, are physically identical in that it's they... It's just more ants. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, tons of ants. It's just ants yeah. all the way down. All of these things are just ants. <laughs> Oh man, it's just, I'm going to open up every piece of electronics I have within arm's reach. Just ants are going to p- spill out. <laughs> so, like, they say that you can't use the mole, and then this company, Global Technical, that released the mole, uh, just came up with another one that was 
said it did the same thing, and they said, yeah, yeah. You can't use the mole, but we can use the mole. It's just a different. It's just the mole with a mustache on it. <laughs> like, oh, look exactly. at him. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, and a hat. Uh, yeah, 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 this is the mole. What is the what? What even is that? I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> so there was another British company uh, that came up with a, a similar device called the ADE651, and this was sold to Iraq as a bomb detector. Uh, so basically, them selling this fake device led to the deaths of hundreds of people because yeah. there were tons of bombs <laughs> going off in yeah, Baghdad. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, just explosive, explosive ordnance, like, like looking for landmines and shit. Like that's yeah, that's not something you want to be selling a false, a faulty product for. If you exactly. have any shred of decency. Exactly. So um, this this guy who uh, came up with this, he eventually went went to jail. He was he was tried in England. Um, but here I found so I the one of the things I found um, when I was looking this up was an old uh, like today I learned uh, Reddit yeah. thread about it. And there was one comment that, again, this is a Reddit comment. So this, I have no basis for this, but I just read it and was very disturbed. Uh, he said, my roommate was a Marine in Ramadi. He told me the Iraqi army bought a ton of these and used them for bomb detection. I looked it up and they still use them. So that's no good. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's that was about the quadro all. tracker. Um, Jesus, that thing. Uh, the, the, <laughs> those ants are still working in there. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is I also found a contemporary uh, letter to the editor of the Orlando Sentinel um, when the school security director wanted to buy 50 of these for the district. Uh, the headline was Quadro Tracker, not as effective or cheap as a dog, which I just thought was very funny. <laughs> I was going to ask that earlier about like, dogs already do this. And I just, just I mean, get I don't a dog. Know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been out of the dog game for years. I don't know the price of a good dog these days, but I imagine that eight grand could get you a, a dog trained to sniff drugs. I, I call me crazy. Top I think, of the line. Yeah. Top of the line dog. And that gets you, you fucking tin tin. You're good. Yeah. yeah. And if you say like, Oh, actually Pat, it's more than 8,000. I'll say, G give me the eight grand and I'll get you a damn dog that sniffs <laughs> stuff. Okay. Like I'll make it happen. That's with the American ingenuity. <laughs> Yeah, that's, so uh, that's the story of the Quadro Tracker. I feel like it says very bad things about what our law enforcement agencies yeah. uh, do to us and how smart they are. <laughs> and yeah, dude, dude. Oh, man. Like, it, yeah, it's just like they were dumb enough to buy it, insidious enough to use it, and evil enough to keep using it after they found it didn't work. It's just. Yes, that's a great summation of how fucked up they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, well. So guys, we a lot of people requested this, which we probably, I hopefully, got a lot of new listeners. Uh, if we do what we do at the end of every episode is we discuss was it worth it? Uh, mm -hmm. Was it worth it for the parties involved? And again, if you're the guy who made these and rode off into the sunset, who I mean, I don't know who he is now. He's probably what if he was he was JFK Jr. I don't know. Also. <laughs> I would like to know if there's a, a, a Quadro Tracker truther community out there who's like, no, it works, man. I tell you, like, it stands by it. So if that online community exists, I'd like to find them. That being said, we discussed that this was worth it. And it seems like if you're the guy who made this, yeah, worth it. Like, you know, I mean, you, you, no, he, he went to jail. So oh, he went to jail. Okay, not He worth did it. go to jail. So I, I think not worth it. <laughs> I don't know how long he went to jail for. I did, I did look him up and uh, – 
he he passed away a few years ago, but obviously his obituary doesn't mention like, yeah, this guy went to jail <laughs> yeah, for fraud. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. He's survived by two daughters, three grandchildren, and a device full of ants. <laughs> yes. And it, and his celly is mourning him, you know? Like yeah. we don't have we don't Everyone, have any of that. Yeah, yeah. So. Set set your quadro trackers to mourn for the death. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, put in your absolute legend chip and scan the world and you will notice nothing comes up for that man has left. <laughs> yeah, like I do, again, like we said, like I do have a little bit of respect for him because he was conning like some of the shittiest people, which is yeah. great. But it is like he conned them to use against like, yeah. you know, the some of the most powerless people in this situation. So it's like... Yeah, not yeah. worth it. Like, it not is worth, yeah, cool that you it. made a bunch of cops and school principals look dumb. Like, that's nice. Yeah. But otherwise, mm, not worth it. If you're going to sell anything fake to cops, sell, sell something that you think is going to make them cooler and stronger. Like, like sell some shit that's going to let the joke like, is on Sell guns them. that don't work. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or guns that work in reverse. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, if you're going to screw the cops, like, like... Do it in a way that doesn't, at the end of the day, screw somebody else down the road. Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah, don't, don't pay it forward. Screw it backwards. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, so definitely not worth it. Uh, guys, this was fun. Thanks for bringing this up. We, did, we didn't initially plan to do another episode this month, but, you know, uh, we the, the public wanted to hear about the Quadro Tracker, so we got in the lab, by which I mean the hotel bathroom that I'm staying in, and... <laughs> Yeah, God, that, that was that was fun. Uh, if you guys, yeah, and um, next week, uh, so next month rather, we're gonna do four a month again. Like from here on out, we're gonna do four a month, but we're gonna do them weekly. So like this month, we did four a month, but they were kind of random the way that we've been doing it. Uh, but since we hit our goal, we're gonna go to weekly. So you yep. can expect a more regular um, podcast release schedule from now on. Yeah, so thank you yeah. so much for listening. Yeah, guys, yeah, it's been somebody brought up the other day. It's like pretty much right around our four year anniversary. So that's cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. If you like what you heard, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. And uh, yeah, you want to go over there? We have like 48 back episodes, I think, so far. And, you know, we release two more a month in there. And uh, with that, you'll get yourself to a total of four episodes a month. So if you like what you hear, definitely go check it out. Um, you guys can find us. I'm on Twitter. I'm at, at PZTX uh, on Twitter. And the podcast is at LCS Podcast on Twitter. And that's mainly where you can come and interact with us. Uh, I'm on tour right now. I don't know when this is going to come out. But if you live in um, Ottawa, Kansas, Abilene, Texas, or Richland Hills, Texas, please come check out your boy. And I'll be back in Colleen. And I'm all over Austin this month, too. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So if you guys live in any of those areas, come on out. And, uh, Kathy, you got anything for us? Yeah, um, if this uh, episode made you mad at cops, I'm doing a uh, benefit show May 2nd. It's online, so no matter where you are, you can you can show up for it. Um, it's a fundraiser for the NYC DSA Defund the Police campaign, and uh, we have a great lineup book for that. It's May 2nd. I believe it's at 7 p.m. Um, we're going to have, by the time this episode comes out, we should have um, like flyers and stuff up for it so check out my twitter kath barbadoro and you can find all the information there and uh, i have another podcast called what a time to be alive that comes out every week it's a countdown of dumb news stories and uh yeah i think that's all i have to plug thank you so much for listening yeah guys uh yeah thank you so much uh if we uh, i know a lot of people request this so if you're new out there it's first, first time tuning in again thank you so much uh check us out check back in the future um but above all guys don't get caught don't get caught see you next time bye